what a game yesterday, kind of deciding the Premier League title, really. But we're here to talk about it going forward. Will Franzen back on the pod, on call as usual. We're going to be talking about, like I just said, Manchester City versus Arsenal and the Premier League title race going forward for the rest of the season. It's a very fun episode today. A lot of information being thrown out there. A lot of takes, a lot of good takes. Um, so we're going to get straight into it here. And uh, stay tuned in. And, uh, let's All right, welcome back into the studio. We got Will Franzen on call as usual. What's going on, man? Yo, what's going on? Um, so we are here as usual to talk about um little midweek prem. I don't know if we've done one of these. We usually do it after a weekend, um, after some Champions League games in the midweek. But this week it's midweek and it's prem, so kind of combining the two. But we're gonna get straight into it. Yesterday, Will, probably the biggest game of the season so far: Manchester City Arsenal. A lot of predictions being made, a lot of you know theories going into the game, but in the end, Man City take care of business and kind of prove why they are the best team in the world right now, which they are, Will. Um, 4-1 at the Etihad. What would you make of this game, Will? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Definitely the best team in the world is the best City team I've ever seen. I know they're not going to hit the same point tallies as previous seasons, but just like when you watch them play they're so dominant they're so in control every single player on the field like contributes something and especially now with holland and de bruyne i mean that's the best partnership i think i've ever seen um in the premier league so just unbelievable and they're so fun to watch too and like de bruyne i've said it before but the best prem midfielder of all time yeah i mean i agree with that especially after yesterday i mean We'll start with Man City right now on this kind of debrief of this game. I think that I watched um, Kevin De Bruyne went on uh, NBC Sports yesterday with you know Peter Drury, Lee Dixon, uh, Graham Lasso after the game um, on the pitch, pitch side, whatever. And I've never seen so what. Sorry, just Lee Dixon. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never seen so much like, not like knowledge of the game but kind of like genius of the game like ooze out of a person um in, in an interview like they were talking like um he was kind of moving in front of holland a lot like more than usual um in yesterday's game and they asked him like why was that why were you doing that like what happened and he just went into like a full description of how pep gave them different instructions him and holland specifically to you know make different runs off of each other depending on who was on their back when Arsenal was pressing. So I think that kind of shows you how much like invested Pep and the players are into this team and, and them to be able to kind of go out and free roam a little bit. Will just kind of lost Arsenal a bit and showed why, why, why they can beat anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about Hull, he scores these insane amounts of goals. Like he'll break all kinds of records this season, but he's not the kind of striker who's selfish, who needs his goals. Like, some players like Ronaldo, when he was in the Prem, needed his goals, you know, to be happy. Holland isn't that way at all. He got two assists yesterday. And, and as the seasons progress, you can see him grow into this role of getting the ball more to his feet. I remember at the beginning of the of the season, he was giving me flashbacks to Lukaku of last year. He was having, like, no touches whatsoever. It happens, not involved in the game at all. You could see yesterday, I think Pep mentioned it in his post-match presser as well, that they were they were targeting Holland and trying to find his feet, play off him, make runs off of him. And obviously, it worked yesterday to perfection. 
Yeah, De Bruyne said that Holland was kind of playing as like an like a ten, a nine, um, even an eight. He said like kind of going up and down the middle wherever he wanted to, and then De Bruyne would kind of move in like a false nine role kind of. And what De Bruyne was talking about, we saw perfectly executed on the uh, on the first goal. You know, big ball over the top to break the press. Um, and the Holland brings it down, lays it off for De Bruyne, and then De Bruyne, like, three touches, I think, onto the top of the box, finishes uh, near post on Ramsdale. What a finish, by the way. Um, so, yeah, Man City kind of show that they're on a different level than Arsenal, but I think one thing, Will, is, you know, I kind of want to get your take on Man City might derail another, like, legendary Premier League campaign by a team. You know, we've seen Liverpool over the past couple of years we, and now uh, and now Arsenal. So what's your take on Man City kind of, you know, maybe now it's their title to lose at this point, even though they are still in second. Um, you know, how, how do you feel about, you know, the Premier League maybe turning into a Farmers League after so many good years from other teams kind of overshadowed by Man City? Yeah, it has made everyone into farmers, even though no one wants to admit it. But, I mean, five titles in six years is pretty crazy. One thing, you you brought up the Liverpool side. I think it's kind of disrespectful uh, to the to that Liverpool side when they hit 99 po- or 98 points. Or was it 98 points that they hit? It, was, it, it might have been 97-99, I think. It was, it was yeah, crazy. Whatever it was. That team was unreal. I mean, that's one of the best Prem teams we've ever seen. Definitely the best not to have won the title. Not to win the title. And uh, obviously this Arsenal team is still young. That doesn't mean that they're going to be able to compete for titles in years to come, but they will get better. Um, but I like when you look at this team on paper, they're not a title-winning team. And um, yeah, I mean, like City just clearly showed them level. It, it wasn't even like one or one level above yesterday. They were multiple levels above, and they just totally outclassed them. And 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 what do you think the biggest part of that will? Because me personally, I think it's the coaching. Um, and kind of like I I, I think Arteta is w- way in over his head this season. Um, because you see the the man management and like in game, I'm talking about. We know like he, you know, his players love him, whatever. That's not what I mean. But like in game, like the controlling and like the the kind of like FIFA playing within the game, Pep is like is levels above. And I think the coaching was the biggest difference yesterday, and uh, what Arsenal needs to improve on the most. Like Arteta needs to learn learn from that game in my opinion. But what do you think the uh, the biggest difference is between the two right now? No, that's definitely a good point you bring out. Like, Pep has this massive, massive aura, and it seems like everyone is scared. He's so humble and so sarcastic at times that you almost get so intimidated by him, and everyone knows that Pep is that guy. Everyone knows Pep is literally, like, one of the best coaches of all time. And I think the players sense that, and I think Arteta sense that too. And almost showed a bit of weakness uh, from the sideline as, you know, Pep's quote-unquote predecessor, even though Pep is levels above him still as a manager. And just when you watch Arsenal, they just look scared. So I do think it has to do with, you know, mentality or whatever. They never fully believed they could win. I mean, Saka Martinelli, they they didn't even touch the ball, really. Um, But I also think that, you know... That's not just from yesterday. That's been growing for some weeks now after all those dropped points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the player, the from the player side. I mean Pep, obviously great coach, but they have the best players in the world. Um, a big talking point yesterday was the subs that came on. 
Um, Julian Alvarez has, I think, over 10 goals for Man City this year as a backup to Holland. Um, Phil Foden, top young player in the world, and uh, Riyad Mahrez, who scored a hat-trick in the FA Cup semifinal. I mean, that's always been a thing for Man City, but like you said, well, best Man City team um, of all time, um, in my opinion, just because of the subs they bring in. But, uh, yeah, that, that's another thing. But let's talk about Arsenal for a sec, Will, because now at this point, you're what? You are only two points up. City have two games in hand. Um, they each have a hard schedule. Let's talk about how much how much did this impact Arsenal yesterday, Will? Well, I I think it certainly has impacted them. But if I were Arsenal, I've seen like I've seen people just totally give up on the title, just totally forget it, whatever. Let's say City win their two games in hand. That's two points, a two point difference, and City do have a better goal differential, but. Like, like it is entirely possible for City to slip up again, um, or not again, but to slip up just due to the like insane amount of fixtures that they have. They're not super deep. I know you just brought up the bench, but outside of those three players, they really don't have that much else. Um, so a few injuries, maybe they rest some. They have the FA Cup final, the Champions League, so. Obviously, they're probably going to prioritize the Prem to make sure they get the job done. But, like, Arsenal, Arsenal has to keep going. And um, if they win out, then there's definitely a chance. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you think that we've now seen um, what Chelsea did after, you know, losing motivation of the season? Um, do you think that this City game kind of takes the uh, momentum and motivation out of this season for Arsenal? Do you, do you think they kind of slack off after yesterday, or do you think they they want to do what you say and go win out? I think, no, I I do think they'll win almost every game. Remain. I do think they'll bounce back um, because I they have nothing else to play for. They're in no other competition. Um, and I, I, I think Arteta will turn that around, to be fair. Mm-hmm. All right, last, last thing on this game because obviously there was a lot to talk about, but Treble will... For City, it's. It, I mean, like it's like I think it's ten games or eleven games, and they basically have to win every single one in order to get it. And I will say this: I've never been as confident in a side as Man City to win any given game, because even Real Madrid, like that, almost feels like a certainty. Even though Madrid, like one of the best teams in the world. The thing is, can they stay healthy? And if so, then yes. Now, in a one-off game like the Champions League final or the FA Cup final, yeah, like you probably need a bit of luck to win all three competitions. But if they do win the treble, this could be the greatest it, or one of the greatest teams of all time. Here's my hot take, Will. Certainly the greatest English team of all time. I, all time. Here's my hot take. I think that they get the Prem... Because I I don't know I mean two two points isn't a lot with when a team has two games in hand. Um, we'll talk about the the remaining schedules. But here's my take: I think they get the prem. I don't think they get either of the other two. Really? Yeah, I think that United are gonna be motivated and come out and somehow like win like one zero or like two two nothing two one, maybe win in pen zero zero something crazy. Um, they're going to be motivated for that because honestly, they haven't had anything to play for. They've just been floating between third and fifth for the last, you know, like two months ever since the Carabao Cup final. Um, so they're going to yeah. be motivated for that and ready. Ten Hogs going to get them ready. 
Um, City's going to get exposed in that a bit. Um, and then here comes, I think, I mean, before we even get to that, before we even get to that FA Cup final, they have to beat Madrid. And Madrid has been my Champions League winner all year. So I'm going to go with Madrid still because I picked them to win in the beginning. But well, what do you, if you could revise, what would you say? What do you mean? Like, if you could revise that pick, if you had to pick today, who would you pick? I mean, I would still go with Madrid. I think that, you know, City is the obvious pick, but Madrid are so good and so experienced. I mean, we, we, we're kind of forgetting as well um, based off of how, how dominant Man City has been this year, especially against Bayern. Like, no one expected that. Um, and, in the, and in the round before that, it's going like six or six goals against Leipzig. We, we forget that they've been this good before, maybe a little worse, but they've been on this level before going into like a Champions League semifinal and final, and they lost. And they lost to a Chelsea team, which had Timo Werner at the front. Like, we're kind of forgetting that. No one's really talking about that, Will, like in the media and stuff, that they are not a clutch team and not an experienced team when it comes to the last couple rounds of tournaments. Like, they've lost FA Cup semifinals multiple times over recent years. I mean, I don't think they're going to get either either of the two. I think Arsenal choked the league, but I don't know if they're going to get the other two. What do you think about that, Will? Yeah, well, the FA Cup final is on, I believe, June 3rd, and then the, um, the Champions League final is a week after that. Yeah. Oh, but you don't think they'll get... If if City get past the semis, you think they'll win the final, right? Yeah. Against the Italian team? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Even though that's only 90 minutes, so a lot more could go wrong. I think they kill either, either um, AC Milan or Inter. Because I think Madrid... Is I mean a lot of semifinals and champions in recent history in the Champions League. A lot of semifinal games have been you know this team is going to win. Um, you know that doesn't really matter who's who they're going to be matched up against. I think either of them win the game. So I think yeah, if City get past Madrid, they'll win the Champions League. Yeah, where would you let's say City do win the treble? Which you know, I like. I think it's it. I think they do win the treble. To be honest, let's say they do. Where would you rank them in all time Premier League teams? I mean, it's got to be the best, right? I think yeah, I think it would be the best of all time. Above United's trouble, above, above, you know, City 100 points, above the Invincibles, above all those. Yeah, I mean, those are historic, obviously, but I think something with, like, history, Will, is that, like, it happened, and now we're so far gone from that, that now you can look back and like, oh, that's history. Like, you can't take that away. Like, they're still the best team of all time. Because, like, now once a team does it again, they're going to be in such shock. They'll be like, oh, like, they're the second team to do it. But if you go position by position with any of those teams, like, you have De Bruyne, one of the best midfielders in the world. I mean, you have young talent all over City. You have one of the best. I mean, he's not even up and coming anymore. Like, he's the best, if not one of the best strikers in the world in Holland. Um, Has the most goals in a season. Like, none of the other teams had that before. So yeah, I think I think they would be the best. Would you rank him as the best? Will? Yeah, I I probably would. Um, but they have to do it first, and that's a lot. I saw an interesting thing today that said um, that Holland right now is the best striker that the Premier League has ever seen. Just the best, not in terms of like production or anything. Just in terms of talent today, put him up against anyone's peak ever in the Premier League as a striker. Well, I think so. I think that's one of those arguments where maybe this is a bit annoying, Will, but you kind of have to look at everything. 
you have to look at all the factors. You have to look at, you know, who's around him, you know, the best yeah. in the world. You have to look at who's coaching him, the best in the world. So you th- you chuck this guy on, you know, maybe a Newcastle team. Like, um, was it Alan Shearer who was on the new- those old Newcastle teams? Yeah. Who's, like, yeah. considered one of the greatest of all time? Yeah, like, you chuck him on, you know, a team like that, you know, you're not considered – uh, he, I don't think he would be considered, you know, up there right now. But I think that's a crazy statement right now. I mean, yes, he's having an insane season. If he does this again next season, then you can start saying that, um, even after two seasons. But I think right now it's a little crazy. What do you think about that? I mean, we're not talking about longevity or or total output or anything. We're just talking about absolute peak in terms of talent. And I don't think that's that absurd. I mean, I'd put him up there with Rooney and... Henri, actually, if Henri is a striker, I would have Henri first. Well, uh, I think that's crazy. What? I think that's crazy because you know we're. I'm going to go back to when we did uh, an all-time Premier League eleven on this podcast. I mean, no one's considering Holland. That's because that's because all-time Premier League eleven has to do with what you're achieved. That's not the question and greatness. The question is just best and talent. Well, who? I mean. Would you want to consider Ronaldo a striker? No, no, okay. not in the prime. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, talent-wise, you can't argue with guys who start every game like Rooney and Henri and won trophies still. Like, that's yeah. talent still. Not in greatness, obviously. I don't know. I mean, I think that's a little crazy. I think that, you know, if he does this again next season, then you can start to say that and maybe, like, even, like, secure him at one. But, like... Yeah, that- but like this is a guy we're talking about that had has the best players around him and the best coach maybe of all time will um around him and it's so easy for Pep to use him in that system i mean but credit to Holland because we you know in the summer we're talking about how is he going to come in and play with De Bruyne this is going to be crazy and insane and Pep's going to like work this team to magic and like it's literally been the script it's been the the exact the same stuff. So credit to him for that. But I think putting him as the most talented Premier League striker of all time, there's too many options to say that he's there right now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, We're going to move into uh, looking at – I mean, w- w- do you want to talk about the uh, Man U game that's going on right now? Or it just ended, Will, 2-2. Man U, Tottenham, Tottenham struggling. Um, I mean, not much to talk about there. And we're not going to talk about Chelsea at all for the first time on this podcast. Um. So let's move into a little segment where we're going to go through the last games for Arsenal and Man City and then kind of decide who is actually going to win the title. All right, we're going to go through the last month of the Premier League for both of the leaders, Arsenal and Man Man City. So let's determine who's actually going to win the title, Will, based off of uh, our opinions. Um, First of all, Man City definitely have, I would say, a little bit tougher run going forward because they have more games. I mean, let's go through it though right now. Um, Will you have the Man City schedule pulled up right now? Who do they have? Uh, who do they have next up? Yeah, Pep, Pep mentioned it yesterday. They have Fulham, West Ham, and Leeds. Now, right now, maybe during the middle of the season, these would be easy games for City. But all three of those teams are battling, or no, not Fulham. Sorry, but West Ham and Leeds are battling re- relegation. And towards the end of the season, those games are never easy. Especially West Ham away. Like, that is not an easy ground to go to. Um, but then again, City have everything to play for. So, 
I'm I'm going nine out of nine on those three fixtures. Nine out of nine. Wow. Okay. Um, I will. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, I think you know a team looking for a treble is gonna overpower a team looking for a relegation. But you never know. Um, for Arsenal though, we're going Chelsea, Newcastle. Brighton. And I was about to say that's uh three top six teams. I forgot um our team sucks. Um Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton. Will what what are we saying? I think that is um I think that's six, Will. Yeah, two teams battling for Europe and then team battling relegation. <laughs> um I think Arsenal definitely beat Chelsea. Like Chelsea is like absolutely horrid right now. Maybe the worst team in the league. Like, if you could choose a team to play against right now, you would probably choose Chelsea. Chelsea's dead last over the last two months in terms of Yeah, points. in terms of, like, power rankings, yeah. dead last. Um, so I, I think Arsenal win at home against Chelsea. And Newcastle, I mean, Newcastle are in, in incredible form right now. Outside of that Villa game, they're winning everything comfortably. So uh, I think they split points there. Newcastle away at St. James, that's not easy. And then Brighton, I think they beat Brighton. Or I'll, I'll say this: I think they draw either Newcastle or or uh, Brighton. So you're going seven. Yeah, seven. I'm going six because I think they beat Chelsea comfortably. I think they beat Brighton comfortably at home, and then I think they lose away at Newcastle. Newcastle at home this year will has been probably one of the best teams in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Newcastle—they have like the least losses of and anyone, and they're still in a top four race. So I think that's going to be a tough game for them to go and win. Um, so I have six points. So already, based off of what we've talked about already, already City is either tied or winning the title. Also, can we just give yeah. some props real quick to Newcastle? Like, yeah, like they're just comfortably in everyone's top four right now. Like it's no big deal. Well, forget about Newcastle, dude. Villa's right, in fifth. Huh? Villa's in fifth right now. Yeah, Villa too. I mean, Emery is just a god. Like, the last, should... the last, um, I think since Unai Emery has been appointed Villa manager, I think they're in first in, in points. Yeah, yeah, I retired for first. Time. Yeah, something yeah, like that. That was like four months ago or something. Yeah, like months ago. Yeah, I mean that's absolutely insane. They have like a really outside chance of top four, which you know that would. He would be the the manager of the season if that was the case, even though he hasn't even been here all year. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I mean the the teams that you wouldn't expect, um, are up there. Brighton's another one of those teams that Arsenal have to go through. But let's go into the uh, next two, Will, because Forest and Wolves are Arsenal's last two games of the season's got to be six points, right? Uh, did you say Forest and Wolves? Yeah, at Forest actually, and they're in a relegation battle, so. Yeah, but I still think they win that game. You think? Uh, yeah, I do. I think they win both those games. It it does depend, though, how far behind City they are at that point. Like, if they still have a chance, I do think they'll win both those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, I'm going six, but I think they'll struggle against Forrest, or at least, um, or maybe not even come away with three. Um, What about for Mid-City, though, Will? Who do they end the year with? Um, Everton away, Goodison. Then they play Chelsea at home, Brighton and Brentford. Um, I mean, it's hard to see City drop points to any of these teams. 
like I know they've they've somewhat of a sus record against Brentford, and last year when they were in the like in last year's run in, they barely got by Everton and Goodison. Remember that controversial yeah. phone? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Rodri's handball. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, to go away against Sean Dyche's rele- relegation threatened Everton. Like, they could drop points there, but I'm not going to predict them to drop any points. What I think is crazy, though, is you, like, dug so far into that to give them a reason to drop points. Like, let's be honest. They're not losing any of those games. Um, Like, I think they they run away with it. I think, and, you know, going off that, well, I didn't really um remember who they had left. I know it wasn't um crazy, but I know they have more games, which could take a toll on them um over Arsenal. But, like, let's be honest. City's winning the title, right? Well... Yeah, city is city yeah. is. Yeah, um, that is gonna wrap it up for the for this edition of the. You know, this was strictly Premier League this week, so we'll call it the Premier League podcast this week. Uh, Will, as usual, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, next 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 pod is uh this weekend NBA playoffs. I have uh haven't gotten to it so far. I've been uh, locked in on the first round of the playoffs, but um, we will get to that this weekend as the first round comes to an end. So thanks for listening, and see you next time.